Jeff. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. New month, new month, new podcast episode. And uh, lots of changes. A lot of changes. Not only are we in a new month, yeah. <laughs> we're in a new venue. For yeah. everyone who's watching us on YouTube, you'll kind of notice that, uh, oh, the background's a little bit different. We're not doing it on Zoom anymore. We're not doing it on Zoom for a market update. We're trying something new, so let us know your feedback. If you like it or you hate it, you prefer uh, seeing us on Zoom, we'll definitely uh, listen to your feedback and adjust. Yeah. But um, the Faith Wilson team was very, very generous in letting us use their office space today, mm -hmm. uh, which is why Joe and I are also dressed a little bit differently. Nice, uh, right. A little bit more professional um, because this is a place of business. Right. And I think Joe even wore a different shirt today. Still the same color though. Still the same color. I don't know if you see a pattern. What's my favorite color? I think it starts with a B and ends in a loo. <laughs> and it's not blueberry, no. No. <laughs> oh, oh man, but you know, with the new month, I guess um, before we get right into all the numbers with the market update, how was your month like in terms of like bringing out clients, dealing with listings and stuff like that? Well, I think September is always a very interesting time of year. Uh, not only does Starbucks bring back their fall specials, but the leaves are all changing outside. You know, the whole Vancouver scenery is very, very beautiful and that kind of lifts people's moods but I think the number one thing that lifts most adults moods is that September is back to school mm -hmm. meaning uh, everyone who has kids all your kids are going back to school more free time and less stress for the adults now in terms of real estate uh, I found that most of my clients have been very willing and um, ready to go and view properties and to book showings on the weekend however I haven't had as many clients as I thought uh, ready to actually put pen on paper mm -hmm. and submit an offer a lot of them were kind of like mm, Jeff, are the prices are going to fall a little bit further? Um, you know, the interest rates are going up again at the end of the month. Like, maybe we should just wait. And that's my personal experience. But I know you kind of had a, you know, some some similar thoughts, but a, a little bit of a different opinion as well. Correct. So I agree. Uh, for my month of September, at least, every time I go out for showings, open houses, and stuff like that, tons of people, mm -hmm. tons of people. It's not dead. Like. I feel like it's actually much, much, much busier in terms of uh, booking showings. It's tougher now because some showings, they're completely booked up. Yeah. Kind of like back in COVID days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I feel like my side of the story is a little bit different from your side of the story is that I have experienced in the last two weeks, six to seven different situations where I got myself into a multiple offer. And you won them all, right? I wish, <laughs> I hope that's the case. And you can imagine like me trying to explain this to my buyers. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, the other guy must be lying. Yeah. Right? Like it's just full on denial. And I, I get it because it's so different from what people are reading from the medias and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But of course the reality is they don't want to go ahead with bidding. They let it go. And two days later, I get the text from the listing agent, hey, deposit received was sold, so and so and so and so. Or, mm -hmm. hey, we have an accepted offer, subject removal is one week from now. I'll tell you the price once it's done. So you're saying the real estate market in Vancouver hasn't crashed like the media said? No, uh, I mean, that's where we're gonna get right into it. And we'll try our best to kind of make sense out of all of this. Mm -hmm. So why don't we do this? Let's just punch through the data and then let's just have an open conversation about what we think All is right. happening. Let's do it. Um, in regular fashion, I'm gonna start with sales activity. Mm -hmm. All right, so guys, in last month, uh, September of 2022, we had 1,687 homes sold. 
That is a 46.4% decrease from September of 2021. Mm -hmm. Duh. September was <laughs> super busy. So of course, like anything that's happening on the regular market will make that percentage look like really, really mm -hmm. large. Now, if we look at something much, much closer, it is actually a 9.8% decrease in comparison to August of 2022, so the okay. month before. Okay. Now, if we just kind of uh, quickly look at the stat chart, which I have up over here, I want to take this 1,687 homes and then have three different history time points in comparison. Mm -hmm. The first one is, of course, this is where we are. You'll see that there are some lower points right there. And that is generally like, you know, um, well, that's COVID, but like, you know, we're talking about December, January time. Yeah. Right. Of course, that's the slowest time, seasonally adjusted. Of course. All right. The second point I wanted to bring in is that the last time we were around there in terms of even lower was actually COVID. Like mm -hmm. May, April 2020. What was I doing back then? All oh, right, binging everything on Netflix, Disney Plus, ordering Uber Eats on the daily. Yep. I left my house maybe once every three days. <laughs> yeah, go buy toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. So obviously, we're comparing to the complete lockdown that we had. Yeah. And of course, if you want to erase kind of the COVID time, the last time we had such a slow September mm -hmm. is actually September of 2018, where we experienced 1,601 sales for the whole month of September and uh, 2018 there. But that's because it was mostly policy driven. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's when we, I mean, government just introduced the empty home tax, the speculation tax, the foreign buyer tax. Wow, I was thinking about that was quite a bit of taxes on uh, one guy. Yeah, go. which is completely understandable why the market reacted that way because we had so many foreign investors into the local market at the time. That's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, that's kind of what I want to talk about in terms of sales activity. Why don't you take it over with some benchmark prices? Yeah. Uh, so thanks, Joe, for pulling up uh, the HPI price. So in September of 2022, uh, we were sitting at $1,155,300. Mm -hmm. Now that was a 3.9% increase over over September of 2021, but a 2.1% decrease uh, compared to August mm -hmm. of 2022. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're looking at the chart here, you can see that we actually experienced an 8.5% decrease over the span of the last six months. And we're actually very close to eating into the gains of December of 2021 based off of the HPI price points. That's right, because in December of 2021, as the chart says right there, we were at 1,152,500. We're getting awfully close very very close mm -hmm. and if we look at uh, the average sold price you actually see a very very interesting uh, little data point at the very end what does that look like to you <laughs> that actually looks like the price went up we're coming back up yeah no, no sorry to burst your bubble here, <laughs> but that is absolutely not the case the mm -hmm. reason for this small spike is just because the homes type that were sold were just a higher price point than what it was uh, the previous month so what that means is instead of selling a lot of condos maybe there was just a lot more um single detached home sold. That's right. Because if we look onto the median price point, we are definitely still dropping. However, not as steeply as we have been. And hopefully this is a, a trend of something better on the horizon. Yeah, and we'll cover that in a little bit once we try to make sense of all of that. So with that being said, let's get to the most interesting part, uh, which is of course, inventory. Mm -hmm. Now, finally, in the month of September, we saw a little increase in terms of total inventory that was on the market. Mm -hmm. At the end of September, we had 9,971 homes on the market for sale. 
that is a 8% decrease from September 2021. Mm -hmm. And that is actually a 3.2% increase in comparison to August of 2022. Mm -hmm. Nothing dramatic, but at least the inventory, overall inventory is starting to come up. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the overall. Let's just talk about September. In September, we had 4,229 new homes going on the market. Mm -hmm. That is an 18.2% decrease in comparison to September of last year. And that's actually a 27.1% increase compared to August, mm. so the month before yeah. that, right? Uh, once again, good start uh, for the buyers, but I personally just don't feel like it's anywhere close mm -hmm. to wh where it needs to be. No, but we're turning in the right direction, it seems. It seems like. Yeah. And then again, this is also what we expected it because mm -hmm. it's September, full market and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just quickly touch on sales to active ratio now. Now, overall, we're sitting at a 16.9% sales to active ratio, 12.4% mm -hmm. uh, for houses, 18.4% for townhomes, and 20.9% for condos. Well, mm -hmm. now we'll make sense of all this at towards the end. Uh, just a quick reminder, if we're sitting for a prolonged period under 12%, we are entering a buyer's market anything over uh, 20%, we are in a seller's market. Anything in between, we're in a balanced market, which is ideally where we want to be. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Now, uh, we'll move on to our next topic here, which is my favorite subject, is talking about the rental prices in Vancouver. Uh, now, this data is straight from uh, Live Rent BC and, uh, oh, sorry, Live Rent Canada. And you can see that in Metro Vancouver, prices for an unfurnished one-bedroom apartment actually increased by just $9. Uh, to $2,256. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a deal. I know. What an <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing deal. Yeah, and now Metro Vancouver renters are spending 51.37% of their income on rent. Only 51.37%. You know, <laughs> it's not like it's a... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm speechless right now okay, <laughs> by this statistic because the recommended income to uh, rent ratio is only 30%. So if you're feeling like you've been struggling uh, on making these rent payments and the majority of the money that you're making right now is going towards rent, you are not wrong. You are not alone either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like, hey, rental prices have kind of leveled out a little bit. Yes and no. There is one outlier that uh, we want to quickly look at, and yeah. that's the city of Burnaby. Uh, in the city of Burnaby, we actually shot up by 30.42% compared to the month of uh, August. That's a crazy statistic because it officially now took the number four spot for being the most expensive city to live in in Canada. It booted Toronto off compared to August, and now the top four cities that are the most expensive to live in West all Van. reside in Vancouver. Yeah, so West Van, Vancouver, North Van, and in Burnaby. Take that, Toronto. We beat you or something. <laughs> yeah. They still got the Raptors, though. But you know what? Uh, this is not a statistic we're proud of. We're completely joking. Now, why don't we take all this data that Joe and I just shared with you and uh, let's make sense of this. Yeah, and I think let's start off by saying that, look, by the way that we're talking, there's also obviously some conflicting messages. Mm -hmm. So it's not an easy market to try to make sense of everything. Because with everything, there is another side of the story 100%. as well. So um, 
it's just getting weird. And I think my buyers are saying that as well. Um, you, depending on which advanced metrics you want to use, you could literally pitch a different story. Mm -hmm. right? For example, total inventory on the market. If we just keep at the 1,600 homes sold pace with you know 9,900 homes uh, in the market um, overall, that is still below the six month standing inventory level. Mm -hmm. And when we always say when it's below six months, it's a seller's market. Yep. Mm -hmm. However, on the flip side, if you're really looking into how many homes has actually dropped the prices, you can kind of feel like maybe as a buyer's market mm -hmm. because they're not moving at the price that they want. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side of that, it seems like with the further interest rate that we have coming up in October and December, it should further continue the trend of pushing it towards the buyer's market. Now we use this term should in air quotes lightly because yes. there's another determining factor that uh, some people might not have considered. Yeah, like for example, inventory, mm -hmm. right? Um, it seems like based on the data that we talked about, sellers are slowly coming back, but like I said before, when we're talking about numbers, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. With on top of that, the fact that I'm experiencing multiple offers in the last two and a half weeks, it seems like the amount of buyers that's coming back is actually more than the amount of sellers that's willing to sell their home. I mean, we haven't even talked about the, what, 400,000 immigrants that are coming to Canada every single year for the next three years. I mean, that probably has to do with this. So that might mean that are we going into a seller's market soon? Mm -hmm. Because with, I always say 400,000, you know, a lot of them goes to Ontario and stuff. Let's just say that we have about 100,000. Mm -hmm. 100,000 people coming into the city. We're building roughly 25,000 new homes. It's, it's just not, I, I just don't feel like it's not enough. People still want to buy when they come to Canada. Of course. Right? And that's just talking about new immigration. Yeah. I haven't even talked about the expats of mm -hmm. Vancouver rights that left Vancouver after they grew up here. And with my experience in the last month or so, a lot of them are starting to inquire about coming back. Mm -hmm. And this, I think, is obviously due to the instability of the whole world right now. I mean, the war in Ukraine, North Korea just shot a missile over Japan, mm -hmm. and you know, then there's the obviously other things as well. Mm -hmm. So I think what's happening is that these people, they're seeing the instability, and they want to now come back to where everything is the most stable, mm -hmm. and that is Canada. <laughs> Canada. I mean, if there ever was a safe haven in the, in the, in the world, yes. it's, it's Canada. Exactly. And Vancouver is one of the most desirable cities to live in. Exactly. So the two specific groups, at least on my, well, three actually, I have three specific groups that I've been really helping and they've been mm. really trying to get in touch. Is One is the group from Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm, we have friends that grew up here. Yeah, I back. share that sentiment 100%. Yeah, and they're now they're thinking back because maybe their next generation is now at the age where they're about to enter elementary school or they're well into the elementary school and mm. they want the same upbringing that what we enjoyed here. Mm -hmm. The second group is Taiwan. And I don't need to get into kind of the whole political situation with Taiwan, but a lot of people from Taiwan is now also thinking about coming back to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Once again, maybe was it because of what's happening there or is it because the next generation is now getting to that mm -hmm. age? But the third group is obviously Eastern Europeans. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very easy. Why I know why that is happening is because obviously with the prolonged war that's happening in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is where I'm gonna say that, yes, if you are thinking about the market is going to tank, 
I personally feel like Vancouver, because of these reasoning, has very strong support in regards to how far the prices are going to be coming down. Mm -hmm. And I think that's literally what's happening. I think for a lot of houses or townhouses, because the price has dropped enough to a point where maybe it's these expats, maybe it's the new immigrants, they just want to start, okay, it gets to a point, okay, let's start buying. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will say, well, don't they have to concern about the increase of interest rate? Actually, new immigrants and expats are probably the group that is most insensitive mm -hmm. to interest rate because it's more of a reallocation of asset. Mm -hmm. It's not really like, okay, here I get a job, blah, 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 blah. Like they, maybe they own homes overseas and now they want to get rid of those and then move everything back here. So yeah, like, and they're taking this opportunity. I don't have to go through multiple offers. Mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with this whole COVID craziness. I get to maybe uh, negotiate, negotiate a bit. exactly, and yeah. maybe talk about the terms that might be suitable for me. Okay, it let's seems do like it. Seems like a great time for them. Exactly. I would even go as far to say that, like, given all this information, this is what makes Vancouver one of the most unique real estate markets globally. Yes. Especially when we look at what's happening into, you know, other cities in uh, North America, like, you know, like you said, New York, San Jose, uh, you always like to talk about Las Vegas, because yeah. that's Joe's favorite spot. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's completely true. And, and this is kind of what I'm trying to say is that with one side of the story, there is another side of the story. But one thing that, another thing I'm going to add is the rental market. Mm -hmm. Now, with the rental market, like you said, capping, and we only increased 9% last month, that probably also means that a lot of renters just no longer want to play this game anymore. Well, 100%. I showed you that crazy listing out in Richmond where someone was asking $6,800 for a two-bed and den. I'm sorry, this person is like can go F themselves, WTF, <laughs> this is not right. Yeah. And there's gonna be more and more people that are frustrated with situations like this, and if they're in a position to be able to take on a mortgage, they might just bite the bullet, mm -hmm. say, think to themselves, and, and they would be correct, hey, interest rates are high right now, they might go up a little bit more, but over time, it's gonna come back down. I much rather pay my own mortgage than to spend over 50% of my earned, hard-earned income yeah. into paying else someone else's mortgage. Absolutely. Now, 6,800 obviously is really extreme, but mm -hmm. let's just put it this way. 6,800, if you reverse calculate it, you could probably buy like a million dollar condo. The math just doesn't make sense. Just, just math really doesn't add up at all whatsoever, right? So I think it's also because of that, a lot of people, I agree with you. Some people is just like, you know what? If the rent is gonna be in this particular situation, I might as well just buy, maybe I'll sign up three-year fix mm -hmm. or three-year variable because some people feel like this is already the top. We might mm -hmm. go up a little bit more, but everybody's expectation and then it's gonna start coming back down. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are just like, well, I'll just buy, I'll do the three years, and then after three years, I'll refinance, I'll remortgage, and we're gonna hopefully be able to experience the you know two to three percent or three to three and a half percent in comparison to the 5.5 that they're experiencing right now. But regardless, what this is what I always say, number one, you buying it, that's your home, you get to put picture frames on or do whatever. Right? <laughs> and number two, you don't have to deal with, oh my God, my landlord wants to sell their home. Mm -hmm. And number three, every mortgage payment you are paying, you are still you know, paying down your principal. Maybe a 5.5% interest rate is not a lot, but mm -hmm. at least it's doing that. Whereas if you pay, I don't know, let's say 6,800 of rent, you're just literally flushing it down the toilet. Mm -hmm. So I think that definitely has a good indication. Maybe it's we're, we're almost there. Like this is, we're gonna swing back into a seller's market. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see like, back and forth and mm -hmm. back and forth, depending on what number you want to talk about. Yeah, there's strong arguments from both sides. Exactly, like uh, another thing, thing is sales and active ratio, mm -hmm. right? Oh, uh, 
condos is over 20% mm -hmm. still over for a long period of time. Does that mean that condo is in the seller's market? No, not really. Like, yeah, yeah the multiple offers is starting, but it, I wouldn't say that is 100% in the seller's market. No, because we've seen the price adjustments and updates and dropping in price or going up in price. Like, things aren't moving like this. Yeah, exactly. So this is the reason why we always say that, like, I mean, for this particular podcast, is like this trying to make sense of all of this is kind of interesting. Well, what would you say to sellers right now? Is well, that a good time to sell? Well, like, here's the thing. The good news for the sellers right now is that People are still buying. We talk about the multiple offers. We talk about all of this stuff. The biggest thing, obviously, for the sellers to understand is that they just have to price their home properly. Mm -hmm. If they price their home properly and they package it with good decorations, good staging, good cleanups, it will sell. In fact, if you price it super sharply, it might even get into a multiple offer. Mm -hmm. So this is a time where, you know, a lot of sellers, they see whatever it is on the media, they're like, oh no, I don't want to deal with that stuff. That's, that's like, nothing is selling, nothing is moving, this is crazy. No, this is, I'm, we just told you, this is totally not the case. Mm -hmm. Things are still moving. If you're willing to accept that, you are not going to be getting the price of yesterday and you just need to take whatever the market is for today mm -hmm. and then just move on mm -hmm. i'll give you the perfect example and i actually have buyers that's been wanting to do this is actually upsizing this is the perfect time for people to start thinking about upsizing mm -hmm. and the reasoning behind that is because the smaller homes the prices hasn't come down as much condos sales and active ratios still yep. over 20 percent but if they want to sell their condo and move to a house well, house sales and activation is about 12%. So yeah, maybe their condo, they're selling 5% less from the peak, but the house that they're gonna buy is maybe 15 to 20, maybe even 25% from the peak. Yeah. So by doing this upsizing move, they're actually saving. 100%, would you rather fight for that Ten, twenty thousand dollars, or would you rather save a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars? Exactly. No, I completely, I completely agree. So, I with everything being said i think october is going to be a very good indication on which way the market is going to go mm -hmm. um because if this multiple offer situation continues well then we understand look the buyers are back and we don't have enough listings to support the buyers again even at this interest rate yeah right? so it sounds like you know it is a good time to list it is i i feel like once again if the price point is correct. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I mentioned, I'm gonna plug it in right now, is that all these expats that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you are thinking about selling your home, one part of the puzzle that we don't want you to forget is this international marketing. Mm -hmm. it, it is important because we just talked about all these people wanting to come back to Vancouver. You no longer think um, can support the Vancouver just by the local market. No. You definitely need to advertise it globally. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I feel is very, very important. And this is where we actually feel extremely lucky that we are with Christie's International Real Estate. Well, I mean, there are times that I've met a new client and they're like, oh wow, Christie's, like I know it, it's an international auction house. I didn't know they had a real estate division. And immediately there's that connection and you know recognition of you know brand and quality. And I think being able to stand beside uh, a big name like that mm -hmm. really reassures uh, all of our clients mm -hmm. and also provides a service that you know i'm sorry to say not every single agent can can do correct correct i, I completely agree so yeah so and another thing about the october market is is probably the last month of 2022 that is 
going to go relatively stronger mm -hmm. because as we get into December, things are just going to start to wind down. So October is not only going to be a good, I guess, conclusion for 2022 and how everything went. October, I think, is also going to be a very good indication of what to expect in the beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. If I feel like if the listing is still very, very low and the buyers are still around, regardless of the increase, uh, interest rate hike, then we are going to turn into a seller's market sooner than later. Guys, it sounds like Joe has definitely changed his tune in the last two months and he's no longer Mr. Gloom and Doom. <laughs> he sounds to me like he's actually a little bit optimistic about what the October and end of the year market is going to be. Because personally, and I'll ask for your opinion later, because personally, a lot of clients ask, Joe, what is your opinion? about all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Honestly, personally, with everything that we talk about, the expats, the, uh, the new immigrants, and you know, the, the, the plateauing of the uh, rental rates, um, and of course, you know, uh, this, it seems like all the price drops has kind of stabilized a little bit with the medium price and all stuff. I feel like we're close to the bottom. If not, maybe the bottom, like right now. Mm -hmm. um, just be seeing how everything is kind of playing out. Mm -hmm. um, so. I've been advising my clients saying that, look, if you're thinking about buying, buying in November and December might not be a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. Can I promise you you're gonna catch the bottom, bottom, bottom? No, but I can pretty much guarantee that it, it feels like it's pretty much to the bottom at this mm -hmm. point right now, unless something dramatically happens around the world again. Of course, like those things are out of our control and like neither you or I have a crystal ball, but I agree 100%. Like people are in the market of thinking about buying, now is actually a very good time. As long as you feel like you have all your ducks in a row, you have your financing done, you know, or you follow the 10 step buying process that we've uh, talked about before. Uh, if you don't know what that is, um, just contact us. It's definitely, it's like the 10 things that Joe and I agree that we must do when buying a home yeah. in order to protect you, um, save you time, less stress. You know what? Save money. We should just, since we're at the end of this podcast, let's mm -hmm. just say we should just do a podcast for that. Yeah. Agree? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So people will understand exactly what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so it seems like you agree with what I'm saying. Or do you think that the market is going to go down a little bit more? <sighs> Honestly, I think uh, what we think we become. So I'm going to put it out there and say that we are very close to the bottom already. And 2023 is going to be a much, much better market than it has been for the last two, three months. I agreed. I 100% agreed. But, you know, those are our, only our humble opinions mm -hmm. and we would love to hear from you guys and what you thought about the market update. Where do you think the market is going to go? Are we still going to hit towards the bottom? Are we already there? Are we on the up and up? Mm -hmm. Let us know. By now, you should know that my name is Jeff. And my name is Joe. We are the Micro Vancouver Real Estate. Please like, comment and subscribe. Share this podcast with your friend family, loved ones. Yeah, help us with the algorithms, as I always say. Mm -hmm. And we're really looking forward to seeing you next week. And we have our topic decided, yep. 10-step buyer's guide. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Have a good one.